Hello and welcome back to the Pivot Podcast. I am your host, Allie Cates. I'm realizing now that on the first episode of season two, I didn't really dive into what you can expect from season two of the Pivot Podcast. So let's dive in really quickly. And then this week's topic is all about boundaries in your healing, boundaries in general in life and why they are so important for you. So what can you expect from season two of the Pivot Podcast? You can expect short, digestible episodes where you're learning more about what you need in your healing, fast and easy tips that you can implement throughout your day, and also just so, so, so much more. We get into research in this in these topics. We get into just all the juicy goodness that I feel people don't maybe talk about as much. We also get into some myths about healing that I really, really, really want to deconstruct because I see so many times people having these thoughts or these notions about why they can't do the work right now, why they don't have the ability to, what their fear is around it. And I really want to address that in season two. I think it's so important. So that's what you can expect from season two. Really excited that you're here. Remember, these are easy, short, digestible conversations with you and I. So let's talk about boundaries. Setting boundaries is one of the most important things that you can do for your health. It really is for your health in general, for your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, all of the healths here. And oftentimes when you're in a space of healing, you become so eager to progress that you'll let anyone really step in and help you. And it's really important to make sure that you remember to create and or maintain boundaries within yourself and within others. So I really do think that boundaries get a really bad rap right now. People think that, um, you know, if you have boundaries, then you're not being a good friend, a good spouse, a good family member. And for me, what I've learned and what I've seen in my own students and clients of Emotional Health Accelerator is that the more that they can create healthy boundaries that work for them, the better their life and their healing can really be. So what happens? What happens when we set a boundary? Well, first, let's just back up for a second. What are boundaries? So boundaries are anything that makes you comfortable in your healing. It has to really be for yourself. And I say this all the time, but what works for me might not work for you. And I just want to reiterate that here when we're talking about boundaries. So a boundary that works for me might not work for you. And a boundary that works for your friend might also not work for you. So it's really about diving in, doing the work to figure out what are these boundaries that are actually going to help me instead of hinder me in our in my healing. And I think there is this notion that boundaries hinder us, but they don't. They might feel different and they're different because you've probably never asserted them. Or if you have asserted them, I bet someone has tried to really tear you down and throw your boundaries out and say, actually, that's not helpful. So let's dive into boundaries. So when you are in your healing process in life in general, there's this really pivotal moment that when you start realizing the way that you used to live in life does not serve you anymore. And you have to make these really incremental and big, scary changes to your life so that you can continue moving forward instead of getting set back. And I just want to make a little asterisk there. It is so normal to feel like you are feeling set back in your healing I'm going to have that be a whole other episode. It's called The Spiral of Healing, and I think it is such a good topic and really important to dive into because you're not going backwards, but a good thing to have in your life to make sure that you are implementing healthy habits and all these important things to move you forward is having boundaries. 
So the first thing is that I would say the majority of individuals that I have met, coached, helped, talked to, do not have a good game plan for asserting boundaries. And myself included. So I'm not excluded from this conversation. But this is typically how the scenario goes is that you're like, okay, well, I'm realizing that let's give someone a name. Let's say I'm really bad at this whole name thing. So let's say Brittany. Let's say Brittany is like, you know what? I'm realizing that there's this point in my life where I need to start showing up differently. I need to start showing up so that I can be consistent in certain areas of my life. And one of those being is that I actually need to start asserting boundaries on my clients. So let's say that Brittany is a hairstylist and she is like, you know what? I can't work seven days a week because it's exhausting and I have a family now and this just isn't going to work for me. But Brittany's scared to actually tell her clients that because she's thinking, oh my gosh, you know, all of the fears are coming into play. She's thinking, oh my goodness, no one's going to come back to me. This whole scarcity mindset starts to take over. And what scarcity mindset is, is the belief that you are going to have less, that you're not going to have enough and that you aren't going to have enough essentially to really boil it down. And so she goes into this scarcity mindset and starts thinking, oh my goodness, well, you know what? I can't not work seven days a week because I'm not going to have enough clients to make my income that I need need to hit, to pay my mortgage, to pay my rent, to support my new you know, my child to support my family. Um, I just had a baby, like all of these things, right, that you hear. So instead what Brittany does is she realizes she keeps on working this like nine to five, seven days a week until she burns out. And then she has to assert her boundaries and says, okay, well now I have to because I'm so burnt out, I'm exhausted, I'm a new mom. Oh my goodness, what, what am I gonna do? So she starts asserting her boundaries, okay? And it's uncomfortable for her, like really uncomfortable. Even having the conversation, even thinking about it gives her like visceral body anxiety. She starts getting the sweats. She's like, I don't really know how to do this. And what's so important right there is that it's not scary because it's new. It's scary because you have never been there before. So if you're nodding along and saying, oh my gosh, that's me. I can't set these boundaries on my clients or people in my life or Um, family members, et cetera, et cetera. I just want to tell you that that's a very normal reaction. There's nothing wrong with you. And to just own that and say, this is where I'm at with asserting my boundaries. And this is the hardest part is taking the first step to say, this is the boundary that I need. So let's go back to the Brittany example. So Brittany finally has her first client come in that that comes in on Saturdays instead of on Mondays when she's working now, because she's changed her schedule from seven days a week to four days a week. So she's like, you know, getting anxiety, can't eat all day, stressed out last night, didn't sleep that well. So she goes in this conversation and she's kind of like fumbling. Oh, my mic just fell. Okay. So she's kind of fumbling her way through this conversation because she's so anxious and, you know, she gets her worst reaction, which is the person that she is talking to is like pissed. She's like, this is just so upsetting. I, you know, I work a nine to five. I can't come in on Monday. Um, I also have to make a living for my family. Like, why can't you just work on Saturdays? And so then Brittany, you know, succeeds. She's like, you know what? It's fine. It's okay. I will come in on just one Saturday for you. So then she starts talking to her other clients and she has a couple other clients who are bummed and she's not holding the line of her boundary. So she's saying, oh, you know what? Like, I'll just add you into Saturday. And then what happens is, is she starts working 
five days a week instead of four days a week. And then she gets burnt out on Saturdays. And you can see where this story is going, right? Like she's trying to assert boundaries. She's failing forward is what I like to say, because I don't, I don't love the word failing, but I like to say failing forward because I think that we all think that we're failing and we're not. So she's like still moving forward, even though she thinks that she's failing, hence failing forward. And she finally gets to this point where she's like, I need to assert boundaries. How the heck do I do this? So let's freaking break it down. How do you assert boundaries? Like, what does that look like? We all recognize at this point why Brittany in our example needs boundaries, but how do you do it? Like, how do you do it? I have an acronym that I love to share with people. So I'm going to share in this podcast. So it is B, believe in yourself. This is the biggest part. You have to believe in your boundary. You have to believe that what you're saying and what you're living is true for you. So believe in yourself. O is own your core values. So if one of your values is freedom and you need more freedom in your life because you're a new mom or for this example, because Brittany is a new mom, own that value. Like if that is one of your core values right now, own that, step into that. U is understand your choices. So you need to fully understand your choices for why you're asserting your boundaries. And that comes into play because when people start challenging your boundaries or saying like, that's not a good boundary or what the heck, this has never been a boundary, now it's a boundary. This is when you can rely on your choices and say, oh no, 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 this is a decision that I made for myself. N is name the non-negotiables. So what are your non-negotiables? For Brittany, it was not working on Saturday and Sunday and Friday. It was working Monday through Thursday. So those are her non-negotiables. So when she goes into a conversation with a client and says, look, I'm only working Monday through Thursday, she has to remember that that is a non-negotiable. Her non-negotiable is not working Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. D is direct your expectations. So direct what you expect from the person. So saying like, you know what? I am happy to place you with, we're going with the Brittany example. I'm happy to place you with another stylist at the salon. I'm happy to give you recommendations, but these are my expectations. And I really like, this is my non-negotiable. Okay. So direct your expectations to what you want them to do next when you assert your boundary. And A is assert without apology. So oftentimes what happens is people say a boundary. I'm like a classic apologizer when I about when I set a boundary. Assert without apology. So what happens is people always set a boundary and say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I know this is so hard and blah, blah. It's like, no, this is your boundary. You need to step into this and own that this is the boundary. You don't need to say sorry that you're asserting a boundary for your life. Like this is how we create healthy boundaries. R, repeat if challenged. Okay. If someone says, well, can you work Friday morning or like, can you work Friday midday or no, 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 no. Repeat your boundary, Brittany, right? Why is yay. If you've made it to this point, I want you to celebrate your progress that you have worked through this acronym of what a boundary is. And I just want to touch on one other thing is that when you assert your boundary, the people that respect your boundary is because they have also set boundaries on themselves. One last thing that I really want to touch on before I leave you with all of this to digest right now is that when you are creating boundaries in your life, 
people will only meet you as deeply as they have met themselves. That goes for anything in life, but really around the boundaries, this is very true. So if you create a boundary with someone and they freak out and they aren't your friend anymore, they aren't your client anymore, they're not a family member anymore, those people have probably never created boundaries in their life. So they are freaking out the second that someone creates a boundary because they're thinking, oh my gosh, something's wrong with me. I don't know how to do this because they don't have that emotional health muscle of building a boundary in their life, right? So remember that it's not a reflection of you. It's really a reflection of them. Now, if someone on the other hand is like, you know what? Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you for creating that boundary. Like that took me back a little bit, but I'm so proud of you. You can guess that that individual is also working on boundaries. And so that's a very human moment. It's just to say like, I get it. Boundaries are really hard. I still struggle with them. I struggle with creating them. I struggle when someone puts a boundary on me. I, I go into like a place of, am I doing something wrong? And that's just really because we're building our emotional health muscle to continue to help us move forward in our life in general and also in our healing and just being a human on this planet. This is such a human experience of learning and unlearning what is true for you. So remember, you are doing the absolute best you can with the tools you have in your toolkit. If you are an emotional health accelerator, you already know all of this. This is in phase two of emotional health accelerator. I'm so excited for you to be here. I'm so grateful you're listening to this podcast. Remember that I hope you're having a good day. And if you're not, there is absolutely nothing freaking wrong with you. I'll talk to you soon.